Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains, and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it is indeed good morning from the Concrete Gang, a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and looking forward to another week in the construction industry that we know and love so well. Good morning, Colin. Good morning, Buzzer. Good morning, Mr. Bean. And good morning, Annie. We've got everybody here this morning except the gorilla. He's out doing whatever the gorilla's doing. And uh, we are looking forward to... uh, a big week in the industry, and we had a big week last week, didn't we? Yeah, and a big week in the footy. One more win for oh. the Cats, and they'll be in the grand final. So just Cats and Swans uh, Friday night, and we'll, we hey, we should be able to give all the results of that, shouldn't we? See, we're broadcast on Sunday, shouldn't we? Well, who is the grand final then? Who are we going for? I can't help myself. I'm saying Geelong, Greater Western Sydney. Let's see if this comes through, right? Oh, yes, we've recorded well, it won't be this. the kangaroos, will it? No, it won't be the kangaroos. I'll no, tell you it what, won't be Carlton. It won't be Carlton. <laughs> Indeed. Now, you've now gathered, because he give us up, that we recorded this on Friday. And uh, let's just say we have had a big week in the industry. And can I just start by saying that even some people we don't like, even some people we could say we despise, have shown a remarkable amount of backbone under considerable pressure from their boss, Nigel Hadgekiss. Uncle Nigel is uh, carrying out the policy of the Turnbull government and denying his employees a pay rise. Exactly right. And so they have started... Protected action. Absolutely. Well, well, well. So a cheerio to all our friends, <laughs> our new friends, 
down at FWBC who have voted uh, basically 63 to 37 to uh, basically say, Nigel and the federal government get stuffed. Uh, we want a proper agreement. We want a proper pay rise. We're not copping the rubbish you're serving up to us. Well, congratulations, folks. Now you know how we feel because we've got all these other bum bosses running around the town who are also not exactly uh, carrying out uh, the uh, process properly, who are trying to uh, influence the vote, all the stuff that goes on. Cheerio to LTC. Good luck to you. And uh, let's just say, I hope all the inspectors and the staff at FWBC have a really good week and give it to Uncle Nige. Absolutely. And you can only hope part of the protected action is uh, we're not going to visit any building sites until we get what we want. Now, there's a suggestion. I put that on your list. Put that on your list. Top of the list. We're not going anywhere. Yes, it's been a big week on that side of the line. On this side of the line, of course, we'll have some matters to talk about. But on the other side of the line, the people who don't like the CFMEU, can we mention one person in particular? Senator Bob, Bob Day. Day. I'm just going through the list of companies Bob's had. Right now. <laughs> Homestead Homes, yeah. uh, New Start Homes, Huxley Homes, and his latest one that's called, uh, uh, got into it, Ashford Homes. He's got into a lot of trouble there, Owen Contractors. So yeah. he gets out and about, Bob, he slags the unions. He can't get any of his building companies going right and can't pay people for right. So perhaps before he goes slagging the unions and everything, maybe he should get his own backyard in order. What do you think? Well, maybe that's why he's in the Senate. He needed another income. Another he's no income. good as a builder. <laughs> he's good at ripping people off by the look of it. That's yeah. what he's good, especially he is. Yeah, right? He owes a couple oh, of hundred thousand know. around the town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Companies that Bob's associated with uh, owe these people. But, of course, this is limited liability, isn't it? Yep. So Bob's not personally responsible. It's the company that's responsible. But anyway, Bob is associated with some companies that have not done the right thing in the housing sector by the subcontractors working for those companies. So what did he do? He then went into the HIA. God, God, God. He was a multi-skills, didn't he? He's a, he's a luminary of the HIA as our Bob. And now he's in the Senate and he don't like the CFMEU. He doesn't like construction workers. He doesn't like all sorts of people. But me thinks there's a whole lot of people who don't like his companies either. Now, now, I'm just reading this just quickly. He's also been national president of the HIA, inaugural president of the Independent Contract Association of Australia, the director of the Housing Foundation of Australia, the chairman of the Institute of Public Affairs. Oh, you know what they do, right? They look after all their mates. The chairman of all these building companies and the secretary of a lot of other things. God, he's a multi-skilled bloke, isn't he, old Bob, isn't he? Yeah, and this is the sort of bloke who's voting on the future of construction workers and their wages and conditions. God help us. Indeed. <laughs> Unbelievable. But there you go. We've mentioned two people up front. Uh, Nigel Hatchkiss, uh absolutely doing himself a treat. Denying a decent wage outcome for the employees when he's on over 400000 bucks a year. 
And Bob Day, who's voting on things and his own companies can't carry out their obligations. There you go. What more can we say? 400000 a year and all the red wine you can drink. Well, well, well. What more are we going to say about that? Nothing more because I think it speaks volumes. Absolutely. Now, let's talk about something that goes on in our industry that we have to deal with every day and which uh, Nigel Hatchkiss and the FWBC don't have to deal with, and that's what happens when something goes wrong on site and something went wrong very badly on site this last week. Buzzer? Well, yeah, that was not uh, a very good couple of days for the Alimac industry down at... um, down no, at be careful, don't say Ali Mac. Let's say man and material hoist industry. Oh, right, because right. Ali Mac is actually a company that, name. That, that's true. Sorry, so you will correct me. It was down at Montague Street on the Hamilton Marino job where uh, on the Monday of the RDO, they, ap- I don't know, there's no correlation yet, but let me tell you, they're on the job far too long. I think it was uh, um, Aussie Lifts and Hoist were there to about 11 o'clock at night on an RDO, right? Um, then the next day, what happened is both lifts were travelling in the one direction. They're up about the 18th floor there. And then kaboom, um, the trailing cables got jammed uh, in a concrete beam and snapped in two. Uh, just so happened that a close relative of mine was driving the uh, driving the uh, hoist at the time, actually. And he got a very bad boot. And a bricklayer got a boot. Actually, the bloke driving it, he's closely he right. Got- Electric shock. I got a bad electric shock. A uh, uh, broke related to me, and he's actually got carted away, and that's his third shock he's had. Uh, well, I suppose the only good thing was the last time he got one was with FRH, and they told him if you report it, you're going to get sacked. So that didn't actually happen, but we it's, we need to have a close look at the only uh, the um, lift and man and man and uh, materials uh, lift industry when these sort of things goes on. So uh, the job was shut down for uh, a day and a half while we went through that process. We got some independent engineers in there to assess the uh, problem uh, and assess things. We've got one one going now, and there's another one that still needs to be worked at. Uh, let, me needs, let, let me say we also need to continue to look at work hours of people that are working on jobs. And we'll stay tuned for the absolute final um, reports because that's got to be given. I will say that WorkSafe tried to give it the okay to start the investigation without going down on site, but they were told pretty swiftly they need to get their ass off their seat and go down and actually look to see what happened so they could uh, before the investigation could take place. Um, so that's where we're at. Stay tuned next week for a little bit more, but it's, um, it wasn't a good situation, let me tell you. Anyway, the uh, two blokes who did cop the zaps, are they uh, okay? Yeah, they're okay. Bounce back up and up and going. Like I said, one of the horses up and going, one's still got to have a lot of work done on it. So that's where we're at with that. And uh, there'll be a bit more information come out in the next couple of weeks, and maybe we need a bit of an alert out when we find out the absolute reason for, for uh, why this has happened. And let's just say the old trailing cable has been caught on a number of times over the years on various jobs with various companies supplying those hoists and there are proper procedures in place for what you do when you are setting up or changing the, uh, the lift hoist, the lift uh, material, man of materials hoist on a site. There's a whole procedure, what you've got to do, what you've got to check and all the rest of it. So I think that the builder, Hamilton Marino, and uh, the lift company, the hoist company, Aussie Lifts, 
need to have a very close look at what the hell went on, quite apart from what they're obligated to do in relation to the investigation of the incident. You got off cheap. Don't ever think you didn't. Righto. Someone who's not going to get off so cheap, though he's taken plenty of money on the way through, is the, the man who produces the fake white cards. Indeed. This week in Sydney, the, uh, the police raided a, uh, a house, uh, found 400 fake white cards, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, goodness knows how many sold around Sydney, but there'd be hundreds and hundreds, 100 bucks each, um, and you got yourself a white card. So, therefore, any white card you see that looks shonky probably is shonky, and that includes Victoria and all around Australia as well. Um, you know, and the CFMU have a policy that if it's been done online, and rightly so, how do you prove that you were the person that actually undertook the uh, the white card test? So um, look out, anything looks shonky, it would be, it is. So that's a uh, big problem that they're going to have to try and fix uh, up there in Sydney because all those blokes who bought those cards, you're going to be given up, I'd say, pretty shortly, and um, you're going to have to go and redo it. And that's on top of all the uh, stuff that went on a few years ago where fake high-risk licences were issued. And uh, that is still going on, I'm sure. But what would the regulator know about that? They wouldn't know. Uncle Nige wouldn't know what a white card was. No. Anyway, let's cut to a track. And uh, Annie's picked this one. It's Johnny Cash. And... uh, this is an early Johnny Cash, I would think. A very early one. When you get the blues, come on, get a rhythm. When you get the blues. You don't fight the blues. Come on, Green Gang. Stay the state. You don't fight the blues. There you go, Johnny Cash. For our one of our regular listeners, Uncle Mick out there, Mickey Lewis, who says we don't play Johnny Cash. And Brendan Pitt, he loves Johnny Cash too. He's a great fan of Johnny Cash. Well, there you go. Anyway, let's move along. Uh, Can I say one thing about Johnny Cash? No. How did he play all that music when he was off his head? Good music. How did he do that? That's how he did it. Right. <laughs> they all do it. They do too, don't they? It's unbelievable when you think about it. Right? Listen, we have a drug and alcohol policy. Let's just get... Did they have it? No. <laughs> just a quick cheerio to Mickey Lewis too. I saw him yesterday and he was, uh, he was telling me how... Uh, uh, Andrew Zaffer sold his house. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's getting out of town, so. <laughs> you wouldn't have a lot of friends at Andrew Zaff, would he? <laughs> and while we're talking uh, about. He's good at making uh, up stories. <laughs> while we're talking about uh, Cheerios, let's just send a Cheerio to uh, our little mate Peter Castles, otherwise known oh, as he's No Legs, legs. Yeah. who uh, is not in exactly the best of health. He got uh, caught out in a situation where he needed. Medical assistance, and uh, they wanted the money before he was allowed to leave. Anyway, good luck to you, Pete. Uh, things are bouncing back. You're back in the country, and let's hope that uh, things sort out for you. Yeah, good on you, mate. 
Righto, let's move along to a little incident, another thing that happens regularly in our industry, unfortunately, and that was uh, a little incident out at Ravenhall where uh, yes. a crane came in contact. Indeed, uh, during the week, a, uh, a franner was moving some plastic uh, road barriers. Thankfully, they were plastic and not the steel Triton ones because yes. the... Uh, you know, they, they do the swims in the office about a kilometre away from where they're actually doing the job. So they sit there in the office, have a coffee, fill the swims out, sign it all off, and then they drive down to the job. And lo and behold, pick up a few of these barriers and uh, the booms jibbed up and there's a few sections of boom stuck out. And uh, whoops, we've reversed into them. So there's been a few uh, blow marks on the uh, on the back of the boom, on two sections of boom. The wire ropes, um, unserviceable. Um, to say the least, and the poor old doggy, he uh, he copped a little boot, and uh, the driver and the dog when were carted off to hospital just to check that uh, everything was a okay. But unbelievable that in this day and age, with all the information that's put out there, and um, and these were experienced blokes too, um, that this sort of thing can still go on. So um, you know, Rocon, the uh, the road builder out there, you've got a bit to answer for too. Yes, indeed. It's always a problem with our, our good friends from uh, the civil part of the industry. They're not exactly uh, up there in the 21st century. And uh, problems with electricity doesn't matter if you're on a high-rise job uh, with uh, man and material hoist. You're on a very low-rise job with uh, a franner under power lines. Correct. Problems everywhere. Now, also, we should say that we have uh, moved forward in the area of women in the industry, and uh, yes, we indeed we have. And during the uh, during the week or last week, uh, there was a uh, women's conference held up at the uh, MUA offices in uh, in North Melbourne, and it was an excellent uh, excellent day had by all. And uh, the CFMEU for the very first time had a uh, a group of women who uh, who went along, rank and filers, blue collar women who were out there on the, on the building sites, and uh, they all got together with some uh, other women from uh, the MUA and the ASU and, and different unions, and they all got together, and they've all started networking together. And uh, in the not too distant future, there's going to be a uh, a Facebook site set up for our CFMEU women, and uh, they can they can start networking and uh, start sort of building up uh, a little bit for themselves. So that should that should that's that went along very well. That sounded fantastic. Absolutely. Absolutely. So have we mentioned CUB. No, we haven't yet. We haven't yet. At, What's uh, the latest down there? Well, down at CUB uh, yesterday, there they're uh, they're really digging in there. There was another rally there yesterday, and uh, lo and behold, they've decided to dig in a little bit further, and they've set up a few containers there now, and uh, they're building a little beer garden, and uh, it looks like they're uh, they're going to deck out some containers with a bit of a kitchen and. So they're settling in for the long haul, the long haul. All right. Who, who would you say is Australia's largest, most incompetent builder? Go on, name one and see if you get it. Largest incompetent builder. The largest incompetent. Have to say John Holland. Oh, you've hit the nail on the head. We've had John Holland's the prison, all the fiascos here. We've had John Holland's in Hobart, right, all the problems there. And, get, and over in Perth, we've had the contaminated water, the asbestos, and now we've had a roof collapse on, inside the hospital. Did it collapse on a patient? Yes, and, and 
I've seen the Treasurer giving a report on the John Holland's job in Perth, and he actually said, you know what, if you buy a house and all the problems associated with a house, you've got to remember when you do a big job, you've got to have all that and multiply that by the amount of times in the value of the job. Oh, God. If that's your attitude to John Holland's, you've got to, you've got to worry, don't you? Yep. You've got to worry. <laughs> eh? And Mr. John Holland's has just come back in. What do you say about that? You've had a fair bit to do with John Holland's over the years. They were once a great company. Because we got in a scallywag of the week. One person who used to work for John Holland's too. I've got a nomination. Oh, He's got about five companies originated out of John Holland's. They were once a great company, did you say? They were once a great company. I'm being extremely facetious. Actually, I work for a If you actually think about it, their history is that they have done some good jobs, but they've also done some disasters. And the biggest one, was, of course, was the Westgate. Yeah, can I tell you, I worked on the Westgate. Obviously, I worked on the Geelong, St. John of God Hospital in Geelong about 15 years ago with them, and they had a fire, a flood, an explosion. <laughs> Five contractors go broke, and they lost $3 million. So that wasn't their, one of their better jobs. And Janet Holmes, of course, got to the, come on to the job at the end, and I said, it's a bit late coming on now. You've already done your dough here, right? <laughs> Buzzer, financial advisor to the top and, layer of Australian capitalism. And there was a project manager, Don Webster, and he sacked the scaffold oh, on the job. Donnie. Donnie Webster. And I went up and said, said Don, he said, that scaffold is incompetent. I said, Don, if they're going to sack people from being incompetent, you should have gone years ago. <laughs> right? Right? Uh, uh, now, it's spot on. Good call. Great, great call. Great call. Can I, uh, I want to one quick story this week too from from a Mervac job. I'm not Mervac job. I'm not going to nominate him, but a complaint was made by a project manager on the Mervac job. Could the Peggy not vacuum the carpet during the day while he was in the office? Because the 15 minutes he did it was a bit noisy and he couldn't concentrate on doing his work. Well, can he get out on the site and he might find that it's a bit more noisy than the vacuum cleaner going on off in the sheds? Don't you think? Oh, come on, please. Listen, well, I think there's a simple solution. Right. The Peggy is there to service the men, not the project manager. Let the carpet be dirty. Yeah, spot on. <laughs> Righto. We're going to cut now to Scallywags, and we've, we've launched into it, as you may have gathered. <laughs> John Hollands uh, absolutely doing themselves a treat in Perth, and, of course, the project manager from that uh, particular job is hiding over here in Victoria. Uh, we've got Bob Day... Uh, Absolute paragon of virtue, that man. We've got uh, CPB, Acker Leightons, Acker Simic, Acker God knows how many different names, uh, a major company who are being named uh, for all sorts of misdemeanours in the past and now owned by our Spanish friends. They call, they call the coppers because they can't deal with occupational health and safety issues on their jobs. And when uh, an official of the union goes there to deal with a health and safety issue under the Occupational Health and Safety Act, what do they do? They call the coppers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Call the coppers, call the coppers. And even the coppers go, hang on a second. This is occupational health and safety. See you later. But anyway, let's name CPB. Three more, Hamilton Marino and... Hey, blah, 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 blah. Hang on, hang on. We're getting there, brother. Just right, calm, thanks, calm. Uh, H&Y, yeah. because they've done themselves an absolute treat up at the uh, Iron Ear Hospital yet again. But this time, they've decided the only way to get rid of all that asbestos out of the building is to wash it out. And now they've flooded the place. Happy days. Now... Buzzer, we lead into Hamilton Marino and Aussie Lifts. Yes. 
They deserve a, a great big whack themselves. Uh, Q, QSS, Jeff Gove Group, Australian Post Tension. He's out of that eight companies. He's, he's committed a lot of... Um, a lot of a lot of ripping off during the journey needs to sort out his problems. He's another one, right? Righto. Now, P and D rigging. Oh yeah, the only one hanging out all on their own now. They got a little coitery together, a little club. They were going to take us all on and take the world on, and they've all dropped off. They've all come in, signed their agreements, and you're just sitting out there on your own. Oh dear, how oh dear. sad an Ammer are costing you a fortune. Yes. <laughs> Cheerio to Hammer. <laughs> you're taking it you're taking Darky for everything. Righto. And last but not least, FWBC for denying their much deserved pay rise to their employees. Indeed. And I just got that quick one, Rocon out there with the oh, uh, yes. with the Franner Franner accident during the week. Rocon, indeed. Now Right now, who are we going for? Oh, yeah, I always like the local stuff, but I yeah. tell you that that uh, the Aussie Aussie lifts. I that's, think Aussie uh, lifts. I reckon they've they've, yeah, hands down. Yeah, they have breached their EBA. They have breached health and safety procedures. They are a disgrace, and I reckon throw Hamilton Marino in with them because they should have been as the builder occupier taking a bit more responsibility. Absolutely. Righto. So we're going to go for Aussie Lifts and Hamilton Marino for Scallywag of the I, Week. I reckon, can I just throw in Jeff Grove as a dual winner? Right. Now, who are we going for Sookie Lala? I, I reckon John Lehman. Yeah. yeah? Beacon. Yeah, John Lehman. John had a bit of a sook. John Lehman. There you go. Not fair. Life's not fair. <laughs> Righto. John Lehman. And uh, from Beacon, he's got the Suki Lala. And uh, before we go out, just a cheerio to further nominations for Peggy of the Year. We've got a couple. Hazy out at uh, Monash University. He's been uh, put up by the steward out there as an excellent Peggy. He did say to shit can him and say it was the worst Peggy he's ever seen. But no, Hazy's doing a top job. And also, uh, out at Pixie's job... uh, the Iron Chef. Um, so cheerio to Michael. You know who you are. He's been put up, and we'll go through a full rundown next week on all the nominations because there's going to be a prize because the gorilla talked himself into that. But not to worry. There will be a prize. And uh, so the Iron Chef and Hazy have been nominated this week. We're going to go out in the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare to win. If you don't fight, you you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. You know Bootleg Sal used to live across town. The law went down and it closed her down. Now you can't get the stuff no more. Now you can't get that stuff no more. No matter how you try. You can't buy, you can't get that stuff no more. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.